All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. And I know I say that about every guest every week, but this person actually is. Like, I've seen her on the Channel 9 News. I've seen her all over social media. We'll get into the bit of the story a bit. Um, but let me introduce her first. My guest is Mel Bachowski. Mel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Did I get the surname right? No. <laughs> how do we say it? Bachowski. Bachowski. There we go. Yeah. I even had that written down, but I still couldn't. I know. It's my, okay. My... It's in the past. <laughs> where are you tuning in from, Mel? Where are you? Oh, Bondi, where else? Yeah, you're, you're born and bred Bondi? I am, I am. Yeah, I went to school here. Um, still haven't left. Um, yeah, it's the best. I love Live it. Live there, train there, work yeah. there. I've trained in a few places, but yeah, I mean, used to come to the beach after school, a couple of hours, swim in the ocean. Um, yeah, Bondi has always been my home. I mean, I used, I used to, I did my schooling in Bondi and then I've lived and worked there for the last 20 odd years. Um, I lived in Maroubra for a bit, but um, yes, I've always been in Sydney's East. Okay. So here's the question. What's the better beach, Bondi or Maroubra? Oh, they're so different. Yeah. I know my answer. Oh, no comment. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I prefer, I'm, I'm living at Bright and Lasanne's. So Maroubra is super, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Brighton Lasands is the better beach, but I'm yeah. saying like Maroubra is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Maroubra is very windy. I think it, it actually means windy beach. Apparently. We, I don't know. We go. Yeah. Well, I just like it because there's parking. I go to Bondi beach. I got to park 20 minutes away. I, I go to Maroubra. I'm, like, I'm right on the car park. You have to pay like a million dollars too. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, let me give the listeners a bit of background. So in a nutshell, yeah, okay, I'll share the full thing and then, then we'll go into it. So, because if, you, if you're listening to this and you're from Australia and New Zealand, you probably know there was a big boxing match a week or so ago, Mark Hunt versus Sonny Bill Williams. Now, if you're not from Australia or New Zealand or you're not into boxing, you may or may not know those two. But in a nutshell, Sonny Bill is one of the, the best rugby and rugby league players over the past 10 years. He's played in the NRL. He's played for the Roosters. He's played for the All Blacks. He's won World Cups. Like, he's done it all. Now he's uh, getting into boxing. Uh, Mark Hunter, an MMA fighter. He's fought in the UFC before. He's fought for world titles. Um, he's one of the biggest names in kind of that thing over there. And they had a boxing match. And it probably sounds, you know, somewhat even-ish. Um, but here's the thing. Sonny Bill Williams is maybe 35 years old, 36 years old. He's like 6'2", 6'3". He's, I think, 110 kilos of, of pure muscle. Now, Mark Hunt, at this, when, when, the, you know, when the fight was announced or whatever, he's probably 5'10". Do you know his height exactly? Yeah, he's, I'm like 5'9". He's a little bit taller than me. He's like 5'10", yeah. So 5'10", I think he was around 160 kilos, and he was 48 years old. So yeah. going into the fight, even though he's got, you know, combat background, it's kind of like, man, this guy's 160 kilos. He's 48 years old. Not many people gave him a chance. Mm -hmm. um, and then he won the fight, you know, pretty convincingly. Knocked, knocked Sonny Bill out a few rounds in. Uh, and he lost 30 kilos as well. 
yeah. then there was just all this kind of there was a couple of things. A, I was I was following it quite closely, and then everyone was saying, "Oh, he's Mark Hunt's trainer. You know, she did such a good job." And I'm like, "I got to reach out to this person. Like, that's mm-hmm. amazing on on so many fronts. A, training someone of that level. B, that weight loss. I'm just like, I, I need to connect with her and, and get her on the show. So that's where we have here. So off the bat, how are you feeling, Melissa? Oh, I'm 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 pretty exhausted to be honest, but I'm I'm still. I'm still on cloud nine. Like, yeah, it's weird. It, oh, like we knew he was going to win from yeah. day one. And the fact that it happened like fourth round knockout, yeah. it's just like, it's just still, it's still surreal. Like it's been the craziest, <laughs> most amazing ride. So I'm still on a bit of a high. My voice is, has only just come back now. because I was screaming my head off on Saturday night. It was right by the ring. So yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm feeling great. Feeling great. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that in a sec. Before we do, let everyone know a little bit about you, Mel. What is it you do now? Do you do you just train fighters? Do you train everyone? G- give us kind of what do you do? Okay, so so I've been a personal trainer. This is my 16th year now. Um, I've been personal training at the Bondi Icebergs Gym for the last three years, um, and I have trained some young up and coming Aussie fighters in the past, um, Cruz Briggs, Jay Tonkin, Arma Juniku, she's in one championship. Um, people that are in the Muay Thai scene would, would know of those names. Um, I've had a couple of amateur uh, Muay Thai fights myself. I, cause I have a sporting background. Uh, basketball was my background. I played for the Sydney Comets from when I was eight till I was 20. Wow. So having a sporting background and loving fighting, I've been around fighters for a long time. I wanted to um, specialize in that niche of, that niche of training alongside my Bondi clients who, you know, um, are into looking good, feeling good. Gotcha. Uh, so I like, I like a balance of the two types of training, but um, fight, fight conditioning, it, it excites me so much. Um, so at the minute, yeah, I'm doing fight conditioning as well as um, you, my normal, um, I shouldn't say normal, as well as my <laughs> clients from Bondi at the minute. So your, couple of things. Your your fighter clients, do they come to icebergs as well? Or are you also at like a, a Muay Thai gym or how, how does that work? Yeah, no, they, they either come to me uh, in Bondi or um, if they're at a gym, I'll go to them. Um, they've just been short stints in the past. Um, and this was the most intense. I mean, we, I was training with, I was training Mark for three months yeah. um, in Thailand. So that, that's the most intense specific gig i've ever had and i just i'm super grateful and blessed that i got that opportunity and that chance so was that so was that like were you full-time training him was it was it like yeah wow so it's like hey he's x amount of dollars or whatever it is you know you put your clients on on hold over there in bondi you know you come over to thailand and so so what no what happened was i so i wanted to go to thailand to just try and specialize in this type of training. Like my business was going great in Bondi, but I was just like, you know what? I'm, I just need something more. Um, I was doing 30 odd sessions a week. um, And I'm just like, this just isn't enough. So I put my lease on hold uh, where I was living, put my things in storage, went to Thailand. I was going to work at a um, gym over there. And then just by chance, I met Mark through a friend um who knew him from when he used to do his fight camps in the past um his usual conditioning trainer couldn't make it on this trip and um so i got introduced to mark um 
at a barbecue. I arrived on a Wednesday and then on the Saturday we met um, straight off the bat. He was like, oh, my, my trainer's not here. I need a train. I was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Like, I would love to. And then we shook on it from day one. There was heaps of banter. And then, yeah, so I started training him from the Monday. From memory, it was the 2nd of August. Um, and as well, I just want to say as well, I, I was just one part, um, gotcha. okay. towards the team. end he had, he had, some, he had his, um, his boxing coach, yeah. he had a couple of boxing coaches in Sydney when he came back, um, yeah. and he had a couple of, um, some really good, um, pad holders in Thailand as well. So yeah. I was just one part. I was more involved but in You the, were the strength and conditioning. Were you the sole strength and conditioning part or stre- yeah, sole yeah. conditioning part? Just yeah, just soul strength and conditioning. I held pads for him as well. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, how was that? How was that? Oh, it was good. He was just going light. It was our second session of the day. It was just to get his heart rate. It was just yeah. light drilling. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Like I've held pads um, for big guys in the past, like tie tie pads. So I'm yeah, that too. My own trumpet. I'm I'm quite strong with with pads, and I love yeah. it. Um, so that was a cool experience for him. This was um, box boxing focus mitts or tie pads. Your no, just, just boxing. Box, yeah, wow, yeah, okay. Boxing belly pad. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it was just it wasn't technical stuff. It was just basic yes. two threes and um. But towards the end, he when he started sparring, he would do more drilling and technical um training with specific boxing coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alongside sure. our training as well, so. Gotcha. Well, let's go. Let's get, actually one question before we get into that. Do you want to just let the listeners know what it's like in Thailand? So I've been myself uh, to yeah. Tiger Muay Thai, so I got a pretty good understanding. But for the listeners that that haven't experienced, like when I first went, I'm like, man, this is like nothing I've ever seen. Do you want yeah, to explain yeah. for the listeners like what's it like in Thailand, and maybe even like because it's not, I guess it's not Thailand. Like it's one specific suburb in one specific island, right? Yeah, I mean, so in in Phuket, so there's actually there are so many um um like MMA and Muay Thai gyms mm. over there. Tiger's just the most well known, yeah, because of the UFC because of the fighters that have been there in the past. Yeah. Um. So that area, Chalong, they call it That's Fitness it. Street. What do they um, call it? So, so they call it Fitness Street or Sweet yeah. Thai is the name of the street. Yeah. That's one suburb in Chalong, but there's actually. It, so Phuket's like a mecca for for training, especially the combat scene. Um, there's also a lot of like CrossFit and bodybuilding yeah. gyms as well. Um, but yeah, training in Thailand is just you can't describe it because a you've got the weather, you've got the intense mm-hmm. humidity and the heat. Um, you've got professional fighters and athletes everywhere. Um, you've got all these amazing facilities. Then you've got true like. For example, traditional Thai gyms, mm. um, old school MMA gyms. It's like you you just can't compare. It's just such an authentic place to train. Um, it's yeah, it's so different to Australia. Or I'm guessing, I guess that's why so many people around the world go to mm. Thailand for that reason. You know, was it? Did you go to Tiger with Mark Hunt, or were you at a different place? Oh uh, no, so we. Oh, he went to Tiger for sparring gotcha. um, and top team, American top team, and that's in Geelong yeah. as well. Uh, but we did. We just did our conditioning at um, a gym, uh, just a small gym within a place called Temple Jiu Jitsu. Uh, and is that part of Charlong or is that somewhere different? So that's in a suburb called Rawai. That's where we were staying. It's like a okay. fifteen minute bike ride um, gotcha. south of Fitness Street. Um, yeah. So we we just kept things really simple. Um, 
We would just train in the gym. We would do pads in the park by the lake. Uh, Mark's really simple. Like he he doesn't want anything fancy. Um, yeah, we just kept it really simple. Yeah. Love it. Well, I'll, I'll share uh, for listeners as well what it was like for me first time in Thailand that I went. I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. When, I, when did you go? Uh, when did I go? Yeah. What, what, what year? I for? think maybe 2016, something like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, sign up for some package, you know, Tiger Muay Thai, you 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 live there, you train there, you eat there, like and I had no idea what to expect, but you know, woke up in the morning at like I'm an early bird anyway, woke mm. up at five. Usually here in, in my street in Sydney, I'm the only one awake at five. It's not quite Bondi, you know, where everyone's up that early. So yeah, I'm yeah, the only yeah. one awake. You know, and like I got there at, in, in, in Chalong and at like five AM there's just people running, you just hear the of the boxing yeah. and the pads, you hear whistles, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, sick. You know, yeah. and I went down to the gym, and you know, it was like a two-hour training session. You know, yeah, you train. Classes are always two hours. That's just. Yeah. That's just, That's yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> um, so when did a two-hour class? But then what was cool after that is, like, you all eat together. Yeah, and it's just yeah. healthy. It's it's That's... protein pancakes. It's, you know, uh, yogurt and fruit. You know, it's it's exactly. just healthy stuff and then you'd go and you'd have a nap or you'd chill out you'd have a nap or whatever yeah, and you go back at like two you go back at like two again yeah. you know train two to four and then same thing you all eat together afterwards but it's like chicken and vegetables or steak and and yeah. every like plate this street is just when i was there you now it was just gym smoothie bar massage place gym yes. smoothie bar. Massage it's like impossible to be unhealthy there Right, exactly. That, that's why people go there because everyone's on the same wavelength. They're just, that's they're the other trying. thing, the wavelength. You know, it's like every single person there is for there for one reason to get fit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the energy. It's just you can't describe it. Um, yeah, it's. I'm not surprised everyone wants to go there because yeah, everyone just is there to better themselves physically, and you know, you share stories. You get people from all over the world mm. coming to this one place, just training their asses off, sweating. Um, yeah, it's the best. Yes, agree. So, okay, so let's let's get back to the Mark Hunt uh, story. So, mm. you meet him at a barbecue, and he's yep. like, "Oh, my trainer's not here," and you were like, "Oh, I'll train you," and he's like, yep. "Yeah, sweet." And that was that was pretty much the start Literally. point. Sweet, literally shook on it. Let's do it. That's all it was. And then, so then we we got to know each other. Like we had so many mutual friends from um. Mm. So you my ex partner, you, you hadn't met him before, right? You just met him at that barbecue. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So we had a lot of mutual connections um through the fight scene, yeah, Australia and New Zealand. Um, I lived in the Cook Islands for a little bit. I opened up a Muay Thai gym with my partner at the time. My partner at the time, he used to fight. Um, who's kickboxer from New Zealand had the same manager as Mark oh, wow. back in the day. Um, and that manager is actually my high school friend's husband's auntie. Like wow. the, the connections are crazy. Like we just knew so many similar people. So then I think that kind of connected us even more. And um, yeah, I just knew what the task at hand was and it was, it was just smooth sailing from day one, you know, mm. there was, yeah. It, it was, was just the perfect arrangement. Yeah. Was the, from your end, was the goal more weight loss or was it more conditioning or was it a bit of both? Like, and if it was weight loss, did you have, Hey, we got to get to one thirty, or tell us a little bit about that. Mm. So it was a mixture of, um, dropping the weight, um, in working on his gas tank, 
um, staying injury free and just keeping his mental game strong. I mean, he's mm. got a strong mental game. He's been fighting mm. for 30 years. He's been in how many fight camps? It's, it was nothing new for him. Yeah. This is the heaviest he had ever started a fight camp. Yeah. So he just needed me to keep him accountable and give him a push and give him some structure and guidance. Um, but yeah, so we never, we didn't use like heart rate monitors or we didn't yeah. track calories. We, we just kept it really simple. We're both quite old school. Yeah. I'm Mark's 48. Um, I won't say that he's old. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we just kept it really simple. We would just take one day at a time because because he's older and he had an mm. old injury, we just had to play it by ear. Like some days he'd wake up and he was exhausted. Other days he'd wake up and he's sharp. So mm. we just had to kind of tread water um, and see how he went. And because he, he hadn't been training for like two years. Yeah. Um, he put on all this weight. So we had to just really, had to really ease him into it. And, um, you know, he had to gain my trust. I had to, um, you know, we had to respect each other and, um, yeah. So again, the plan was to just, uh, the biggest goal for me, for him to reach was I just wanted him to come out looking and feeling agile and, yeah. and not be tired. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for me and not be injured. So yeah. 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 Just worked what, on that. What was it like? Cause I think it'd be interesting at the start. Cause obviously he's, you know, he's, he's 160 kilos. Um, but he's also a one of the top athletes in the world. Mm. Like, what was that like at the start? Because I'm guessing he's got the mindset just to be like, right, if you know, if Melissa gives me this this thing, I'm going to do it because I'm an athlete and that's what I do. Yeah. But he's probably a bit heavier and not as fit as he used to be. Was that tough at the start to try and try and to, to balance that, or was it just um, like, no, I'm going to give you this task and you're going to do it? Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't hard at all. Like. Uh, it took us a, about a couple of weeks to to know each other, like personality-wise, yeah. to know um, what would make him tick or what I should say, what I shouldn't say, um, what he likes to do, what he doesn't like to do. Mm. So I guess on more of a mental and emotional side, it took a little bit of work. But yeah. with the training, it was just conditioning in the morning at like 8 a.m. Yeah. So we had a routine. We'd all have coffee. There were a few of us. Junior Tuffer was training with Mark as well. Um He's an up and, up and coming fighter. So they trained together, trained them. Every morning we'd have coffee at seven o'clock. We'd all catch up and hang out. And then eight o'clock we'd do our conditioning session, which would go for no more than an hour. Gotcha. And then um, the guys would eat, they'd chill out. And then we would train in the afternoon, um, which on the second month was um, just basic pad work. But for the first month, because Mark was, um, you know, carrying extra weight, he would just walk mm -hmm. around a lake. Mm. Um, in the heat so and that was like he'd clock up like five six k's afternoon walk so yeah, the plan wow. was again yeah morning conditioning afternoon cardio for the first month second month morning conditioning pads in the afternoon third month um sparring every three every monday wednesday friday sparring um you, you, guys... you and mark were sparring that was the the yeah <laughs> <laughs> no so the guys would spar at like tiger muay thai um Phuket yeah. top team um and then if they weren't too tired would do conditioning in the afternoon some days were easier than others and then tuesdays and thursdays they'd do pad work um with one of the coaches um that mark knew in thailand and then afternoon again if they were tired or not tired would do conditioning so because we, that was the, just a simple plan from day mm. one. 
that, you know, everyone knew what they had to do. So there was nothing too crazy to prep for or there was no convincing that needed to be done. That's just what we were going to do. So Love it. Well, tell us about the night or maybe it's probably just a bit of a lead up. Tell us like, I don't know, the day or two before to the fight to like the minute he knocked him out. Tell us about kind of that experience. So we all, we came, we were meant to come back to Thailand on the Monday before the fight. The fight was on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. But the guys wanted to come home early. They were, they were just tired. They wanted to reset. So yeah. um, the week leading up to the fight, um, the guys were just doing pad work. Um, they didn't need me, essentially. They just needed to rest um, and get their pad rounds in. Um, a couple of days before the fight, like we had the press conference, the weigh-in, and it was just all becoming real. Um, Mark was super chilled. He was happy. He was excited. He was really excited. Yeah. Um, I was just... Still, I just still couldn't believe that it was all happening. Um, because we were all li- we were all living together the last two months. Yeah. Um, and David Tua, um, yeah. came. Give, give, give a bit of background for the people that might not know who he is. Oh, David Tua is probably the most underrated fighter, you know, coming out of New Zealand, um, if not the world. Like, you know, he fought Lennox Lewis, mm. um, like huge. Um, probably the biggest combat athlete out of new zealand ever right would you oh, at least yeah there's only oh, some good ones now yeah, but bo- yeah at least boxing definitely right yeah yeah for the, the, i think he finished his career in 2013 um yeah but um yeah so having david tour there um like a for mark was i could tell it really lifted his spirits um and just like just being in the room with these guys is just mm. like is this even happening it's just mm. and then you know at like the press conference and Wayne, we had like it was like Danny Green, Peter Graham, who's an ex um, K1 fighter, and um, Tony Mundine, and just all these fighters and coaches. It was just like, yeah, just so surreal that it was all um, all happening. But spirits, spirits with Mark's spirit was always high leading yeah. up to the fight. You had no um, doubt, right? You had no never, doubt. It was good. Yeah, never. Um, yeah, never once doubted it. And then, yeah, on the night, it was just like you wait. Where, where were you? Where were you? You were ringside on the night, or a ringside on the night and backstage, right up until um, like on my Instagram, I've got um footage of him chilling backstage, getting ready. He's he was like, he was just so happy. You wouldn't even think that he was getting ready to go out on this big fight. Um, but yeah, it was just. I can't even describe it. Um, everything was just positive. There, nothing went wrong. There were no dramas. There were no issues. Everything just went perfectly. So, yeah, love that the knockout. Explain that. So when you, because it was he got him. He almost knocked him out initially, right? Like earlier in that uh, round. Yeah. Look, he got caught on the ropes a couple of times. Mm. Um, Mark did, but um, it was well fourth round. Uh, Mark um, landed a big cross, and I think you might have seen the highlights where Sunny yes. Hills comes out. Yeah, he crouches down, has a rest, and then Mark comes back. If you look at the replay, he lands like six solid punches. Like I take my like I hope Sunny gives himself some credit, like to get in the ring with Mark because oh. there's some heavy punches like yeah so it wasn't like one big knockout punch it was like a flurry um but yeah i remember just seeing 
like the ref going like this and everyone was just screaming their head off like I had tears, just like I just couldn't believe it. That's the thing, I could believe it, but the fact that it happened like mm. round four, you know, it's not like it was a round one, like they both got to, um, you know, play out in the ring a bit, put on a bit of a show. It just, it couldn't have gone any better, honestly. Wow. And just for the, the listeners as well, in case you're not like, because I think he's a good guy to follow, Mark Hunt. So I've read his, his autobiography. It's a few years old now, but still a, a really good read. So for anyone listening to this, I recommend reading that. Or if nothing else, just go on YouTube and type in Mark Hunt, like walk away punch or something like that. So for the listeners that haven't watched much, um, you know, haven't watched much combat sports, like he's known for just his, his punching power. Like he'll punch someone. And he will just walk away. <laughs> like he just knows if he connects, he will just, he, he, he just knows if I get one of these punches and it lands on this spot here, I don't need to do anything else. I can just walk away and it's fight over. And you see on YouTube, like he fought this guy that was like seven foot and my God, he's not, not the tallest guy, you know? And I'm just like, you look at the two, even with Sonny Bill, like, mm. I'm like, man, like how, how can someone knock out Sonny Bill, a guy this tall, this big, this strong, like... Is yeah. it possible to knock him out? And <laughs> you yeah, just see Mark because um you know Mark he's a short heavyweight so he's mm. used to coming in mm. to having to come in and close the gap so the height thing for him just isn't an issue you know what I mean yeah um yeah so he so that the yeah again he's he's used he's used to those those conditions having to fight those conditions having to fight someone taller. But yeah, his power is just insane. Did you did he ever did you ever like hold pads when he really gave one? Uh yeah, so we would I held pads for him like the second month. It was just yeah. light drilling like one twos, one, two, threes. Yeah. Um, and I had a belly pad on when he would do a body, like one, two body hook. Like I'm I like to think I'm pretty strong. Yeah. And he he had like 18 ounce gloves, which is yeah. like heavier. So that's eight yeah, like, wow, okay. Yeah. Ones. Double yeah. wraps. He would just tap the body, and I'm like, Ugh, like wow. through this belly pad, and he's going maybe forty percent. Like, wow, his strength is just insane. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. That was that wow. was really cool doing pads with him. Um, because I've got more of a Muay Thai background. Boxing is completely different. Mm. So it's a lot in closer. You have to hold the pads a little bit closer, whereas Muay Thai is a bit more. You know, you keep your distance holding pads like this. So to have Mark <laughs> come in close, like throwing pads, he was just crazy. But it was, yeah, it was, it was, and it was fun too. It made it fun. Mm. Uh, it was the best experience. It was really cool. I, I learned a lot as well. So, what's uh, what's the plan from here, Melissa? Are you going to aim to do more kind of boxing work, or still stick with Muay Thai, or just as long, or get to the as long as they're good fighters? Doesn't matter. What's what's your plan from here? Oh, I'd love to train any fighters that that want to work on their conditioning, whether it's mental game, physical game, whether it's um, you know MMA, boxing, Muay Thai, whatever. It's just I just love um, that that type of training, that conditioning. Um, yeah, it 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 challenges me, it inspires me. Um, yeah, so I'd love to work with more fighters. I've worked with a couple of um, young Aussie fighters in the past, like Cruz Briggs, Jay Tonkin. Um, I trained Arma Juniku a couple of times. She's in one championship. Um, and that stuff excites me. But, I mean, I still love um, my day-to-day -day clients in Bondi, you know, functional training for aesthetics or rehab training, whatever. I love that side, but I also 
the fight conditioning for me is like my I feel like that's my purpose. I just I mm. absolutely love it. Um yeah, so I'd love to get, you know, if there's any other fighters that want to up their game, I'd be so keen. So um yeah, I'd I'd love to do more the fight conditioning side of things, whether it's here or Thailand or wherever. I'm I'm just just open to anyone that wants to do the work. Well, I was going to say as well, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this. Hey, they like they may or may not be fighters, but like they're probably just going to want to follow you anyway and be like, this woman is cool. I like her style. I want to follow her journey. I want to see what she does. <laughs> um, best place to follow you is your Instagram. Yep. Yep. G- give it a plug. What I'll put it in the show notes as well. But if someone's you. You know, listening now, whatever, what's what's the handle? And you may have to spell it out. Yeah, I'll spell it out. So it's just my name. So it's Mel underscore Bachewski. So B-E-C-E-J-S-K-I. Um, it's a Macedonian surname. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, yeah, so best place to follow. And you you get to see a lot of the a journey, um, the journey I went on with Mark um, on my Instagram. There's I made like a gag reel. Um, his um, fight camp, um, like a little um, video about that um some of the pad work we did some of the guys he trained with some funny photos um and there's obviously um some content of there on there from my clients in bondi at the moment so yeah um if you checked out my instagram that'd be awesome thank you <laughs> oh good and you've got you're working on some on- online programs you were telling me yeah so i've got um some core conditioning programs coming out whether you're um you don't have to be a fighter to follow it. It's just basic core conditioning. Um, it's just like the functional aspects. Um, you know, if you're a bodybuilder, you, you still need to work your core. If you're, a, um, you know, an everyday fighter that wants to like, I mean, like an everyday gym goer, you know, because um, I find the, the whole like core training, it's, it's quite overlooked. Um, and it's just, they're just some basic programs that anyone can follow. And you can add it to the current, whatever program you're following. Um, so they're coming out as well as um, programs for aesthetics and as well as some fight specific um, movements and drills for fighters as well. So that's um, that's coming. I've just been stuck in Thailand. So <laughs> keep working <laughs> on it. I'm guessing you'll, you'll give that a plug on your, if we follow you on Instagram, we can keep an eye out and we'll see when those programs come out. Definitely. And I've also got another project in the pipeline, which I've been working on for a few years, just um, life and COVID got in the way, um, called Bondi Bikini Warrior. It's basically um, just pad work for, it, it's actually aimed at um, females um, to get confident um, to do doing Muay Thai, boxing, um, body weight um, exercises, things like that. So I've got a couple of programs um coming out <laughs> awesome well we'll keep an eye on your instagram for that um Mel, that's pretty much all i wanted to cover today is there anything i should have asked you but forgot to or anything else you want to leave us off with um what do i want to leave you with basically yeah just just with my journey like i've been a pt for 15 years i had a sporting background in basketball i used to play for the sydney comets from when i was eight years old till i was 20 i've done bodybuilding comps i've done a couple of muay thai amateur fights i've done a whole range of um sporting um i guess projects so 
Um, I, I just find have, having a sporting background as well as, um, you know, I studied anatomy at uni and being a PT, just the, everything has meshed together. I, f- I feel like everything that I've done in the past has meshed together to come to the point where I'm at now. Um, and I'm just super grateful. And, and it's, not, it's not an overnight, right? It's kind of oh, like, no, this is 30, like, yeah. Yeah, this is, I've been training myself for 30 years. Um, it's definitely not an overnight thing, but meeting Mark, that was just like a, a, a divine timing thing. And um, But because you've like, done all the right things beforehand, right? Like yeah, just, if it just, was someone else that hadn't done what you'd done and met Mark Hunt there, may not be the same, right? Exactly. And I, um, I'll be forever grateful to my friend, Joey. She was the one that connected us. Um, I met her on my first trip to Thailand. And again, we had a lot of mutual connections. Um, but yeah, I truly believe, um, just connecting with people, um, and just being a good person is going to lead you to where you want to be in the end. So, um, yeah, again, I'm just super grateful and, and I'm, you know, I'm stoked to be doing things like this. This is all kind of new for me. So, I mean, I had to download Zoom today. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's that's about it, really. Awesome. All right. Well, Mel, thanks very much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.